Welcome to the March edition of Business Eco's Environmental Legislation Update podcast. As you may know, we've been running this podcast now for a few months alongside the electronic version of the Environmental Legislation Update, which has gone out over email for years now. We're at a stage in the trial, really, where we need some feedback from our listeners and subscribers uh, to let us know roughly how many people are enjoying the service, uh, which areas potentially could be improved, and what you find uh, so beneficial about it. Please could you send any feedback you do have on the uh, podcast uh, through to Gillian Clark, um, whose email address is info at eco.uk.com, so we can continue to provide you with services that you find of benefit. Okay, now on with the legislation update. In waste-related news, DEFRA's review of solid, low-level radioactive waste was completed earlier this month. The new policy covers all aspects of generation, management and regulation, providing an overall framework for this waste type. It sets in place a risk assessment system to ensure high levels of safety for these waste types, whilst allowing greater flexibility for their management. The new policy has been published and can be viewed at the DEFRA website, defra.gov.uk. In other waste news, the Producer Responsibility Obligations, Packaging Waste, Regulations 2007, came into force on the 16th of March. These regulations enact the Packaging Waste Directive in setting obligations for producers of packaging waste to recover and recycle packaging in accordance with the recovery and recycling targets set out in the Packaging Waste Directive. The 2007 Packaging Regulations consolidate the original 1997 regulations with all of the subsequent amending statutory instruments, and they also incorporate the changes made to the regulations in 2007 as a result of a major public consultation exercise. The regulations also set out offences for contravention of the regulations, such as failing to fulfil obligations for recovery, registering and recycling, and for not being able to provide the Environment Agency with the appropriate certificates of compliance. To view the regulations, go to the website www.opsi.gov.uk In water-related news, the Water Resources Management Plan Regulations 2007 came into force on the 1st of April 2007. These regulations detail how water resource management plans should be prepared and published. They set a series of requirements for water undertakers who have a responsibility for production of these plans, outlining how plans must be drafted, presented and published. Importantly, for the first time, public consultation on these plans is compulsory. The regulations can be viewed at www.opsi.gov.uk. In updates related to air issues, DEFRA has issued a consultation on the draft climate change bill. The bill sets out a framework for the UK to reduce carbon dioxide emissions and manage the impacts of climate change. The bill includes statutory targets of 26 to 32% reduction in UK carbon dioxide emissions by 2020 and a 60% reduction by 2050 as compared to 1990 levels. It also provides for the establishment of a committee on climate change, which would advise the government on climate change issues, setting of budgets and report to Parliament on the UK's progress. 
DEFRA are currently seeking comments on the draft bill. Consultation is open until the 12th of June 2007. So to participate, go to their website, defra.gov.uk. In other air news, DEFRA has announced a consultation on the UK's National Emission Reduction Plan under the Large Combustion Plants Directive. This directive covers emissions of sulphur dioxide, nitrogen oxides and particulates from plants within its scope, with a thermal rating equal to or in excess of 50 megawatts. The plan would enable operators of these plants to trade their emissions allowances similar to that under the EU Emissions Trading Scheme. The consultation paper outlines the proposed scheme and can be viewed at defra.gov.uk. Comments are being sought before the 22nd of May 2007. In another piece of air-related news, the Air Quality Standards for Wales Regulations 2007 entered into force on the 15th of March. These regulations implement the Air Quality Framework Directive 96-62-EC and associated directives and deal with the ambient air quality assessment and management for the UK. The regulations limit levels of sulphur dioxide, nitrogen dioxide, nitrogen oxides, particulates, carbon monoxide, ozone, benzene and polyaromatic hydrocarbons and various heavy metals in ambient air. The new regulations are available online at opsi.gov.uk. In pollution control news, the Pollution Prevention and Control for England and Wales has been amended um, and enters into force on the 6th of April. This is an amendment to the 2000 regulations of the same name. The regulations amended Part A1 of the original regulations in that they now exclude waste gases produced in landfill from the definition of fuels. The regulations can be viewed at opsi.gov.uk. Moving on to development control news, the Energy Performance of Buildings, Certificates and Inspections, England and Wales Regulations 2007 were enacted on the 23rd of March. These regulations will enter into force in stages. They implement a range of initiatives from Energy Performance of Buildings Directive relating to Energy Performance Certificates, Air Condition System Inspections and Energy Assessors. The regulations require energy performance certificates to be produced when buildings are constructed, sold or rented out. To view the regulations, go to opsi.gov.uk. One final point to note is that DEFRA have published a list of upcoming legislative changes for 2007. Visit the DEFRA website, defra.gov.uk, for more details. That's all the updates for this month. Thank you very much for listening and please remember to send through your feedback and comments to info at eco.uk.com so we can continue to provide you with services that are of use to you. My name's Jonathan Price and thank you for listening.